setup crew what up man is it wednesday already you gotta be kidding me man i cannot believe this time has come again but i can tell you i'm excited excited for multiple reasons you know what i'm saying got a lot going on this show man we back at it again got some hot topics for y'all man you already know what it is some segments that are lined up that y'all ain't even ready for today um so i'm ready to get at it man i'm fired up as always one of the hosts of the show cedric man welcome back Yo, what's good? This is your boy Eric, man. Another Wednesday. Time to get it going. We got a lot of cool things in store. I'm just ready for another good one, fellas. Let's do this. It's your boy, Tim, but enough about me. We got a special guest in the building. This is what happens when you contact us on Instagram, Facebook. Let's go. Give us your thoughts. You can be a special guest. And today, we got a special guest straight from the west side of none of your business. Erica, <laughs> aka Mini She, welcome to the setup show. Mini She, let's go. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Um, I've been a fan. First of all, I want to say I'm honored to be on here. I've been a fan since season one, day one, going back to when I first started, and it's come. The season two is lit, so I'm ready for today's uh, topics. Appreciate that. I don't know, man. She says she's ready. We're going we gonna to see in a second, right? We're going to see in a second. I ain't going to waste no more minutes, no more time, man. We hopping straight in. Let's get into what we call what's popping. So you guys know, man, this is when we take a global event and we get to break it down and spit it to you back in our perspective. And so starting off, man, we got a good one this week, man. Good one, good one, good one. Can't wait. It's so good. It had three people's components in it. And I got to spill them all out for y'all. So here it is, man. The beginning of the week, we heard <coughs> something from Tashino Arnold, man. And she asked this question. She said, what can black women do to stop aiding in the emasculation of black men in America? And at first we thought it was an outlier. We were going to talk about it. But we were like, nah, man, that's kind of left field. I don't know if we want to really get into that. But man, not a day later, we saw another thing come out off of social media. This time in the, in the heart of Erica Mena, who's a reality star on, on what Love and Hip Hop. She came out and basically said, look, man, women would love to be submissive in situations where black men make it feel comfortable where the household is one that is safe. That's when I would be submissive to my man. Right. And so we said, wait, all right, two, we need one more, right. Three in a row is tic-tac-toe. We need one more to get a straight line to get into this. And, and Cam Newton delivered maybe with perhaps what could have been a segment on his own. And so he went on a podcast and he basically talked about a potential of his mate. And during that, he talked about how, the world he feels like has kind of got a little upside down and how women nowadays consider to be boss ladies for doing certain things that aren't necessarily traditional. And he said, look, you're doing all those things right again, all the things that he considers to be not of high quality, but you can't cook and clean and do the basics. So if you can't do those things, then what good are you to me? So all Ooh. these things kind of led to this conversation this week, man. All these vocal points, all these different people chiming in. It begs the question and talking about gender roles, man. Masculine versus feminine, the interactions between this. Are men even being uh, uh, emasculated? What's the contributing factors, right? Does Cam Newton have a legitimate point? We're going to talk about all this today, baby. This is what we do. So with no further ado, we're going to get into it, man. The first person of the week this week will be E. E, chime in. What you got? Man, this is crazy. Man, I was thinking about this, man. One of the things that I want to kind of kind of make a dif differentiate is this, man. Sometimes we think when, a, when we talk about a brother being emasculated, we automatically think a brother's feminine. 
right? You, you, you like, well, she treat him like a punk because he looked like a punk, right? But when you really think about it, a brother could be a macho, macho man, a man's man, a, a, a straight up dude, dude, and still be emasculated because being emasculated is more of a state of mind. It's more of a confidence issue. It's more of a way that you are viewed in life. And when we talk about Tashina's Ar- Ar- uh, Tashina Arnold's argument about brothers being emasculated in America, Man, that's a tough thing because when you look at it, it has nothing to do with gender roles, in my opinion. For instance, man, in my, my house, man, look, if somebody needs something to eat, I'm cooking it. If something needs to be fixed, Tasha doing it. So it's not about your role. It's about the partnership. And so when you look at the black man in America, we've been castrated, but not in relationships. We've been castrated by culture. We've been castrated by job opportunities. We've been castrated by all these things that are coming out. So now we put ourselves in the position where we come home, we're already feeling less than. So how we can get that thing dealt with, and we'll, you know, I just want to just toss it up and we'll keep going around. But one of the biggest things I think is the issue is this piece, and I'll pass it off. One of the things I find that helps as far as brothers feeling less than is this whole preoccupation with finance and the good guy finishing last. That's part of the problem. Uh, A brother that got money, a brother that can offer something, usually can get away with more than a brother who's not, regardless of gender roles, regardless of all those type of things. What hurts is, man, when a person value is linked to what he has and not who he is. And so one of the ways to help you know, with that issue, like Tashina argue, uh, Tashina Arnold's issue about, you know, how can people, how can our women, a brothers not feel emasculated, man, get a good guy a chance. Give a brother who ain't, and I, now I ain't talking about a brother who ain't doing nothing, don't care. I'm talking about a brother who don't have the same level of material resources as the next man. Stop making that person feel like what he has, make him who he is. So that's just part of the issue. I know we got more to talk about, so I'll, I'll cut it off there. Well, I want to jump in. I do feel like I feel like black men tied their masculinity to roles, like being emotional. Guys are not entitled to be emotional only if they're angry, only if they're defending their wife or asking for help, seeking a therapist. And also, they also feel like masculine when they're the provider, like, oh, I can buy her this or I can do this for her. But personally, like in a relationship, that's not what I want. Like I can make money. I feel like money shouldn't be tied to who you are. It should be how you treat people like in your role, like gender roles, I pause. Um, And I also feel like in a relationship with, um, I do feel like masculinity is tied to gender roles. And I feel like um, in in, in any relationship, you guys should establish your gender roles. Cause what might be in a gender role in your household wasn't one in mine. So I feel like roles should be established based on what's good for the relationship and the family. Like, oh, like you say, you come home, I'll cook for the kids or if not, for me, when I come home, I bathe the kids, cook for the kids, put them down. That's my bonding time with them. I don't necessarily like cook dinner. Like my fiance actually cooks more than I do. And I don't feel like he's less than a man since he cooks. He's actually better at cooking than me. So I do think we should break down what gender roles are and what makes a man masculine based on those kind of roles that he takes on. Does that matter though? Huh? Do gender roles matter? I personally, I'm more for like partnership, but what divide and conquer. What can we get done? What makes sense? What order does it make sense? Who does it make sense to do? Like, if my if I was with somebody that was in the army, if he's deployed, do I not take out the trash because he's away? 
or does it pile up? I feel like you take it's best for your household. You do what's best for you in your household. It should be based on what society, old traditions, or what used to be. Yeah, I mean, I great yeah, point. I agree with that because you look at it when you're single, you got to do what everything. So when you actually <laughs> get with somebody, those things shouldn't change. It should, at the end of the day, be the value of the person. Do they value you or do they value what you offer? And at the end of the day, if they don't value what you, if they don't value you, once whatever you offer in stops, then I think that's where the problem with emasculation and all those things start. Cause then they'll start talking about them. Then they can try to find somebody else and this and that. But to go to the point you said, Erica, that's the one thing Cam Newton is doing. He's establishing what he wants. So for yeah. Cam Newton, I ain't mad at him. That's what he's saying. And when we're in the US of A, in America, you can find somebody for you. There's plenty of people that, that'll meet those needs that he wants, and they probably expect him to be the man of the house, go out there and work and all those things, and that's fine. So what he's bringing to the table, I agree with. What Eric Mena is saying, I agree with as well, is security goes on both ends. At the end of the day, you just want to make sure somebody has your back regardless. Regardless of what's going on, regardless, like you say, what's going on with the kids, your bonding time, and all of those things, and your fiancé is a better cook, as you say, all those things is everyone's relationships are unique. So I don't think we should try to put somebody like, it should be this or it should be that. Everyone's is going to be unique based on that person and based on what you guys both are looking to do together. So, so that's pretty much how I look at it. Man, it's my take, bro. First of all, man, I feel like as men... We gotta, we gotta grow up, man. Take some ownership. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we have become way too sensitive to people being able to talk about and provide us feedback. Now I get it. It's not easy to take feedback as a man. We all got egos. We all got pride. Uh, two things that sometimes also get in the way of us being able to mature and, and grow older and take on responsibility in our households. But the reality is, man, you know, I go back to, I think some of these things absolutely matters, man. When, when God had a vision for man, it was a certain vision. And that vision was for him to do certain things. And I think we have to align ourselves with those things. And if I'm honest, I think as black men, we've kind of got away from that a little bit, right? We've kind of gotten away from the things that we need to do in order to protect our black women. And we've talked about that before, whether it be going other households, whether it be, you know what I'm saying, like not stepping up, whether it be leaving the households, man, there's, there's too many statistics out here to tell me that we're not doing our job. There's too many statistics out here to tell me that we have to get back in the driver's seat. You can't just expect a woman to hand over the keys. You have to do certain things as a man to be able to prove that you, des you deserve that type of leeway. You deserve that type of um, you know, privilege, um, just to put it in frank, you know what I'm saying? And so I think at the end of the day, I'm not saying these things are what the things that you guys have already talked about. You don't got to be the, the breadwinner. Um, you ain't got to be, you know what I'm saying? Like doing everything, but you got to show up, man. You got to be consistent. You got to be present. You know what I'm saying? Those are three things that we have to do in order for us to do that. And if someone calls us on one of those three, we don't get to just cry and, 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 you know, put the red flag up and say, wait, 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 that's not cool. End of the day, we have to be able to accept that, man. And I think that we're coming a long way, but I think we got a long way to go. And so I think, you know what I mean? To, while I appreciate Tashina Arnold's comments, about not demasculating black men, I think at the end of the day, black men also have to step up and we have to do better than what we have been doing. And that's my personal opinion. I take that pretty serious, man. I just, I think about it every day and, and my strive is to be the best version of myself, to run my household, to do a certain thing that, you know what I mean? Um, 
will be conducive to not just looking out for the best interests of me, but for my wife. You know what I'm saying? We have to take those things into consideration. I think leading by example shows that. I think far too often we talk about things versus doing it. And, and I think that sometimes gender roles, man, they, they find a way to kind of, to, to again, reemerge even in areas you think that they don't. And so I think at the end of the day, when, when Erica Mena is talking about being, uh, I find I'll be submissive to a man that provides that or a man that's securing, I don't take that as a bad thing. I think that that's exactly what it is. Just because you're a male don't mean you get to be a, a man. You know what I'm saying? I think there's a two, there's a designation there. Male referring to biology, man in terms of a mindset. You can't, you can't just walk around with your biology thinking that everything's supposed to fall into your hands and not do the things necessary in order to get that level or status, right? Or deserve that place in the hierarchy. And so again, and I'm not here to talk about where everyone should fall because like Erica and you guys have mentioned, every household is different. I'm one that don't necessarily rely on ginger rolls. If I see something that needs to be done, I do it. You need me to go to the grocery store? No problem. I'm, I'm the cook of my house, right? These are things that I have no problems doing. I, I am in the business of what can we do to make this household run most efficiently? If that means me doing laundry, then I'm all for that. Me washing dishes so you can get a nice sleep, then sign me up. That's just kind of what I look at it for, but it's about that partnership. So I know I've spoken a lot, there's a lot of things I still want to get to, but I'm going to open it back up, man. What are y'all feelings, man? What are y'all thoughts? E, what are you looking at? I see your hand up, bro. Man, this, I mean, dude, the more I think about it, the more we talk about this, the question needs to change. The question now is, should somebody else be responsible for making sure I don't feel emasculated? Bro, come on. That's what I'm saying. You feel, you feel what I'm saying? Yes. If, if 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 the way I feel about my manhood is based on an external source, I'm I'm doomed anyway. You, you feel what I'm saying? I, I feel like I feel like it is good to have a woman support you. You always want a woman that's gonna ride for you. But at the end of the day, man, it's like why why my view of myself is shaped around what somebody pours into me. I think that just further talks about the weakness of brothers internally. Now, where that comes from, that's another conversation. Absolutely. Like, you know, what, what causes that? But when we talk about gender roles, we got to be very careful now. We always talk about gender roles as far as a brother taking on a quote-unquote female role, like a brother's cook or, you know, brother's bake or brother's do that. Okay, does do we still view it culturally the same way the other way around? Like if a tire is blown, right, and a woman's on the side of the road, uh, okay, is is it this expectation she changed that tire? Like, does that thing yeah. culturally work both okay, ways? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Just saying. If you say my girl beat me up, man, you they be like, man, you a sucker. I mean, so when we yeah. talk about gender roles, <laughs> we got to make sure that work both ways. And when we talk about you know, being emasculated or feeling emasculated, we got to make sure it ain't tied into what we're what somebody said. That's just how I feel about it. So, Mini, she going on there? And I, you have our permission to talk. Okay, and I agree. I'm just playing <laughs> general oh, joke. Oh, general oh, joke. Oh, I didn't even catch on. I didn't even catch on. Cancelled. Go ahead. <laughs> but I have another point. Also, because I saw this on social media, people calling Russell Wilson uh, corny, and with that stayed in Sierra yes. this year. Why is he corny? Because he's openly happy with his wife, pleasing his wife. She even has a glow to her. She has a whole career, family. She does it all, and she looks happy. But why is he corny for making his wife happy? 
That's a question women can answer because y'all the one that created that. No, but guys are the ones saying it. He's, oh, he's corny. He's soft because he's hugged up with his wife. Why is that now corny for the man to show his wife love in public or on social media? If he was calling. Because nice guys finish last. Yeah, yeah, like the baby. If he was talking about it in a rap song, then that's cool. Like, I think it's an image thing too, how guys feel like they should be. Yeah, I agree. And part of that emasculation process, as you said, is we immediately we look at it as far as being tough and running things when there's so much more to yeah. that. And like you say, it's in a sense of mentality, but you also have to look at as far as nice guys finish last is, especially when you marry, the two shall become one. If the other person who was the woman is consistently doing this and, and aiding to the process, that can change a man. That can change a man into feeling that way when it's like that over time and time after again, when you're healing the same things, but you ain't this, but you ain't that. Oh, I do it myself. Oh, I don't need you. When you have somebody that's trying to run things because they're selfish instead of selfless and it's about them, then that process can really weigh on somebody to turn them into that. And in the beginning, they can have the mentality and they want to do everything right and all those. It's, it's not about that. But then once you get together, and of course, the same thing go the other way. Where a man can be mistreating a woman and all those things. So it's just really about teamwork and the person really caring about you. And everything else will take care of itself. You don't have to worry about that process. And at the same time, like Aramenica talked about, then she can have her security. Because you know the dude ain't going to be out there acting a fool. Ain't going to be out there cheating. Ain't going to be out there player number one. And then coming home talking about, I love you, girl. So at the same time, we're we responsible <laughs> as men. But at the same time, it's definitely a two-way street. When you get married, the two become one. Y'all doing all this stuff together. Hey, man, the security also means you in the household. You know what I mean? Two, two far times we read, man, men get caught up in ego, get caught up in these things, and they do things that get themselves removed from the household, put in jail, right? Taken away, yeah. again, proven points, man, doing certain things. Security also means I know you'll be here at night, right? And so when you think about it, I think it, yeah. it goes hand in hand what you're talking about, bro. And, and I love what Erica brought up, that, that Russell Wilson situation. And to be honest, I've seen it flip the other way too. Women who kind of do everything, who are kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, have a great job, who run their household, who own you know what I'm saying? All these different things. A lot of times they're looked at as independent women, women who don't even need a man, women who do all these certain things. And again, it's because what they have may threaten a, a, a man in regards to him coming into a situation and looking at what can they provide, right? But at the end of the day, that's that that's that's nor here nor there. And if you're in a situation that you know where you stand, you ain't got to prove those things. You know what I'm saying? If you get into the situation and the person is with you to be with you, you, you have to be rest assured and have a confidence and a mentality that she wouldn't, you know what I'm saying, want to be with you if you didn't have anything to bring. I think that goes back to what you guys talked about, that inner confidence. You know what I mean? A certain swag that comes with the, with the, you know, with your ability to kind of move and operate. But I think it's, it's, too many times we have to find ourselves fitting in these boxes that makes it difficult. And when we branch out and like Russell Wilson has, he's been a family dude. He, he's taking care of a kid that wasn't his, you know what I mean? Made him, you know, he had him in his Jersey. People looking at him like, that ain't even yeah, your son. Yeah. What, what do you, I mean, what's the alternative? Acting like he don't belong to you, acting like Snoop and breaking down his tent and baby boy. I mean, what's the alternative <laughs> in terms of being able to do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the alternative, man. You know what I mean? You ain't my kid. You see how that watch and we love that movie, right? Because again, it's reaffirmed many same situations you can't be a good can't be a, a tough guy taking care of someone else's son 
That's not true, man. It's how you move. It's how you shake. It's how you operate. If you assume that responsibility, you assume that head of the household, you understand when dating with anyone with children, that's part of what it comes along with. You, you have to be ready to accept that part of it and be a father to those children if that's what the assignment calls for. You know what I mean? Only, only way I could see it not being the case is if you have someone saying, I don't want you to do these things. But I think you come into it with the mindset of it's a, it's a package deal. You don't separate one from the other. And it's too many times Absolutely. we point the finger at people doing it the right way and then try to, you know, I mean, shift the blame or, or create these narratives that don't even make any sense. Now, the flip of that, again, is, you know, we talked about it on the show, was Future. You know what I'm saying? Future got a group of baby mamas. Let's just call it what it is. You know what I'm saying? He was on Times Magazine. He's the best rapper out. You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's he, People call him toxic. You know what I mean? But women love him. Right. And so, I mean, again, you could point to him and say all these baby mamas is all these women that at some point thought he was attractive until it happened to them. Right. And then that, and now they're in the magazine saying he ain't nothing. So I'm not here to point or, or shed blame or talk badly about folks. I'm just saying, again, you got to look at the overall persona. I would say and I would argue we're still in a time frame and I could be wrong where people would prefer a future over a Russell Wilson. Why that's the case. Again, you got to ask yourself those questions. You know what I'm saying? I, I hope that ain't true. But again, you know what I'm saying? Based off conversations I've heard and just kind of the perspective of those things, it could be, right? I saw a couple people up. I saw Erica. I saw T. Jump back in when y'all ready, man. Wait, Erica. Ladies first. Oh, yeah. I I don't know. I, some people are just tied to like, some women are like, like men with money that's flashed. They feel like they can provide in that sense. But that's not me. Like Russell Wilson, he, he shows security. Like you said, he stepped up and be a father to her son. Like that's security to me. I don't want a future where you got eight baby mamas before me and you think you're gonna get security in that situation. <laughs> I just don't think it works like that. It's a great point. Yeah, and I, I think in the process, that's one of the biggest things to aiding to the emasculation process is what are your children seeing you do? Because there are so many times when the father grows up to be like his dad, or then your daughter, even though you're a player and all these things, how are you cheating? your wife or significant other, your daughter is seeing that. So then I've seen it plenty of times. Then the father turns around and gets mad when his daughter is with a deadbeat dude. Well, then mm-hmm. she's she been watching you her whole life. Or your, mm-hmm. or your, okay. your son been watching you your whole life. So that's the biggest thing to me. Is, is Y'all know I'm the single dude out the group. Well, I'm, I got a fiance and I'm about to be married. But with my, hey. but you know what I'm saying? But with my, with my daughter... To me, that's everything. The experience we have, I mean, it said, E, you know y'all two can testify to this, man. To me, it's all about her and investing in her at the end of the day. Because when we look at it, once they become 18, they may never come back to your home again. And they're going to be out there in the world. So this is the critical time while you have them through their education years before college to be in their lives and to show them what a good woman and what a good man should be and what you should look for in a good man and what you should look for as a good woman. Those, those things are so important. What are we showing our kids in this process? Because they're the next generation. Hey, man, that's a good point. I, I want to pose a point to y'all. I really want to hear many she's thoughts on this and, and y'all too, fellas. Um, and and I'm, I don't think I'm done, at least for now. But I, I've been thinking about something. And I, I want to see if y'all if y'all rock with me on this, right? So do you think that when you look at, you know, culture, when you look at the history of systematic uh, breakdown of the African-American man, starting from slavery all the way to now, the music industry, different avenues that have uh, uh, feminized men, right? 
do you think that possibly to some degree that uh that feminization of men or that trying to strip them of their masculinity do you think that that causes sometime women to treat men not like men but like women because once all the stripping is done we're closer to y'all than not the second question i have is do you think the problem is that when a person is put in that position they try so hard to fight off that image that they abuse their power and instead of being the leader of a household they try to be the boss mm. and that creates problems because i think any woman would would want to submit to a leader but it's hard to submit to somebody trying to be a boss compensating for not feeling like one what's your thoughts about that well i'll go i i feel like that's men the society does that so like you said if you were having struggling to get a job or you struggling at work when you come home you're defeated and if your wife is added on top of Absolutely. that or versus being understanding like oh well, maybe we should do this but society when it's hard for you guys to it's hard for a man to do something he don't know how to tell his wife, like, hey, I had a hard day. I'm feeling this way. Men should be able to be more emotional or talk about their emotions and to be okay and not consider feminine because women won't know. I don't know you had a hard day if you don't tell me. So I'm going to come home like, hey, this is going on. I might say take out the trash. You might want to snap like, no, I don't want to take out the trash right now. Like, whatever. <laughs> we just need to know how to, like, understand each other. But we have to communicate in order to understand each other. But I don't feel like women actually do that, make you men feel feminine because i would never talk to a man like a woman for like why would i do that i would never do that i think we're responsible for that and, and i think if we look at it in the world there are too many people when we talk about a boss man and, and a boss lady too many people trying to be bosses and no one's concerned with submitting or submission to one another like okay you know what i'm not gonna have my way on this one so we're gonna do what you want to do Okay, this is this this when we come to a decision, everybody want to be the boss, but nobody wants to submit and be like, you know what, it ain't about me. We gonna do what you want to do. I I think that's a a big part of it. When do you ever have somebody say, hey man, I'm I'm a submissive lady. It's always I'm a boss this boss that. I'm a submissive brother. Nobody talk about that. <laughs> everybody talking about right. everybody more concerned about being a boss. So when you got when you got two bosses, it, it ain't gonna work out. Yeah. 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 And I think, man, I think let's 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 look at the word submissive, because I think I say that and people cringe. Right. I say the word submissive and people just automatically get uncomfortable. Break it down. Right. Break it down, I don't look at submissive as a bad thing, bro. No. I think submissive means I have the power to do it, but I choose to not exercise that power because the person that I'm allowing to, I have belief in. I think that's a different Ooh, thing. Like it ain't that. like you can't do it yourself, like right? It ain't like you're not capable of doing it yourself. I think there's value in that understanding that you have the ability to, but you defer and let someone you have faith or belief in take care of it because maybe it provides more for them than it does for you, right? And I think at the end of the day, that can be something that we have to look at. It's not, I, I can't do it. It's not that you're better than me. It's not that um, I'm incapable of being able to do these things. No, that's not what submissive means. Submissive means, like I said, I, I'm, I'm able-bodied. I'm able to do everything that you're able to do. However, I understand in this situation that maybe you find more gratitude in doing this than I do. So I'm willing to take a back seat because it don't phase me like that. 
right? That's kind of what submissive means and being able to pick and choose your spots, I think it's going to be important. And I think in any partnership, you're going to have situations or times that I present where both parties are going to have to learn. We'll use another word, compromise, negotiate. Maybe those are ones that we're more willing to accept, right? But I think at the end of the day, man, that's what it's about. And so when you find someone who loves someone enough to say, I'm not tripping over this, you got it. That's a beautiful thing. Let's not take away from that. You know what I'm saying? It don't mean I get to control you. It don't mean you, you know what I mean? You're, you're under me. You're, you're part of my, uh, you know, like it's not, it's not Stevie J and you all get on the bus. No, nah, that, that's a bad sure. example, again, of what we talk about when we have these power, right? He just assumed, like, I'm the guy, I'm going to do it my way, and y'all have to choose to do it my way. No, 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 no. Anyone can see in that situation. And again, this is not me taking a shot at Stevie J, but people, I remember the reaction went across the world when that happened, and everybody was like, who does this dude think he is? Even men yeah. was asking that same question. And men was like, this is the reason why people have a problem with it now. So I think at the end of the day, we have to, you know what I'm saying? With power comes great responsibility. And at the end of the day, you have to be able to show that you show yourself approved. That's Bible scripture too. You can look at that one too. You know what I mean? And that's an everyday thing. And if you're not doing those things to show yourself approved, you can't then expect someone to follow you because you've set a bad example. So I think all these things kind of go into this conversation and that's the part we need to really discuss. Go ahead, T. But in that, when you, when you talk about that, when he said that, Look at how many shows he was on after that. He was consistently on Love and Hip Hop after that. And then he had his own show, his own reality show. Absolutely. So look at where it took him. So those are the things I think aid to the process more than anything else is us looking, us getting rewarded for doing things negative. You end up getting more shows for drama versus the right thing. So that, that's what I, that's <laughs> how I look true. at it. Facts, man. Got to be a leader. Got to be a leader and not a boss. If you're really trying to run a household and be in a partnership, like many she said, like said, said, like T said, I think the overall theme is communication, teamwork, respect, partnership. Yeah. That's think that. about it. Most leaders who run something, first thing they have a meeting and they say, what do you think? Collaborate with everybody. Absolutely. That's the first thing they do in Absolutely. a meeting, right? Sacrifice. Okay. Good leaders right. do. If nobody pick it up, they pick it up. They model what they want people to do. They they show the example. They lead the way. Yeah, right, they may T? take credit for what you said, but at the end of the day, they at least did ask for a collabo. <laughs> they at least did that. Like or or T or just to pick the they they might get credit. Not to say that they demand that they just might happen to go their way, right? Yeah. Like a quarterback, for example. Respect. You know what I mean? A quarterback. Yeah. You know if they win a Super Bowl, I don't know. You know, you know, Erica came in here wearing a Rams jersey. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Matt Stafford gets the credit for winning the Super Bowl. Was he the reason they won? Mm, I guess you can argue that. But again, based off his position quarterbacks know me either go and get the you know what i'm saying i hate the word glory but they go and get the credit or or they fall short of it they're 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 valued on that that's just the position they play so by default certain things come their way not because they do anything because they are you know what i mean it's because of the position they play and so i think that's important to understand that too you know what i mean now again we give all the rams you know, credit for winning the super bowl and that that's things for me to say even to this day uh, but you know what I mean? I got to give credit where credit is due. And I guess the conversation that we having is the same topic, man. You got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, that is the bottom Absolutely. line here. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if we have anything else to add, anything else I want to say before we close the segment out. It's been good, man. I'm, I think we said it all. All right, man. Point. Well, we got to thank our special guest, man, for coming and shining during our, our, our What's Poppin'. Thank you, oh, Erica, so much for coming on. We appreciate you, man. Thank you. Hold on. Go, yeah, oh, wait, wait, wait. Go ahead, E. Wait, wait, wait a minute. 
we cleaned up. You know what I'm saying? We knew we was having company. We made sure everything was straight. We vacuumed. We made <laughs> sure all the stuff is laid out. There's no way we're going to go through all this work and let you leave early. So we just going to decide to let you go on and kick it with your setup crew for the whole show. I love this. We want to hear your thoughts on these shout outs and shutouts. So if you will, ma'am, would you stay with us a little bit longer so we can get your viewpoints on these quick fire Shots that we about to hit y'all with. Come on, of, come on, Minishi. You of got course, this. of course. I'm with you. I'm with hey, you. We'll, we'll, ooh, all right, That's man. It. Let's do it then. We'll, we'll, with we'll, no we'll further ado, if we got to, if we got to mute somebody, we'll mute said if we got to, <laughs> to keep you on. Hey, it's cool, man. I'll take it. It's cool. It's cool. I'll take it. All right, so we're going to keep the plane moving. You heard it, man. Minishi's going to stay with ooh. us. I'm excited. <laughs> We're going to go straight into our next one. We call this one, man. Shout out versus shout out. We ain't going to spend near, near as much time as we did on the first segment. We're just going to give you our quick thoughts on some of these topics. The first one here it is, man. You guys saw this on social media. At least I hope you did, right? Mike Tyson, Iron Mike, you know what I'm saying, was on an airplane trying, trying to go from point A to point B. And a, and a man came up to him, man, and, and just continued to harass this man. Now, at first, it looked like the interaction was good. It looked like he was just maybe a fan. And Mike... I reacted like he was a fan, gave him a photo, kind of gave him a hug, you know, talked to him, you know, kind of had him conversation with him. But this dude just continued to be persistent, man, asking for things, getting in his face, you know, provoking what we know, what we also know is Iron Mike. You know, that's his nickname, right? You know, he don't play games, man. Okay. So he continued to do it into a point where Iron Mike turning Iron Mike, socked him in his face, man. Uh, and people had a reaction to it. You know what I mean? Are we shouting this out? Or are we shutting this out, man? What you think? I'm actually going to start with Mini C. Is we shutting this out or shouting this out? Mini C, what we doing? I think you should shout it out. Shout it out. All right, shout perfect. E, we got to get another one to move the show, man. What we doing? Hey, man, shout it out. I can talk about this. T, you don't even got a choice, don't but I'll ask for you too, man. We shouting it out. What we shout doing? Out. Let's go. Let's get it. All right, Minishi, you can start us off. What do you think about it? You think Mike was out of pocket? You think he was right? What you think? Oh, I think I think fans sometimes go too far. And sometimes I think some some of the fans try to provoke them. Even this happened to um, ASAP in Sweden where he got locked in because the fan was following him to different locations and he ended up, like, fighting too. I feel like, I don't know if he should have socked him because that fist is, like, a deadly weapon. But I don't know. I feel like these fans are kind of getting out of hand of what they they're, feel like they're entitled to do. Ooh, okay. All right. We're going to keep going in the same order. E, what you think, man? Hey, you go to Florida, they got signs everywhere. Stay away from the water. There are gators. <laughs> and a person got, and they got the nerve to try to sue. And the lawyer walked everybody to that sign and pointed, lawsuit over. Point blank, period. You know his name, Iron Mike? Leave the man alone. That's all your fault. Period. I agree. I agree, Erica, man. These fans are doing too much and all those things, but Mike didn't really want to get him. If Mike really wanted to get him, it would have been a one hit a quitter. Mike was doing enough Absolutely. just to get him off. I'm just letting you know I'm here. I've had enough. You know, dude had a couple sip of Ruskies in him. So you know what happened after that. So <laughs> Mike was just trying to get that dude off him. He really gave that dude a break. So that dude can sue all he wants to, but he really gave him a break. Facts. I don't got nothing else to add, man. Mike, I think, was well within his right. He told the man to leave multiple times. It's even to a point, man, where I heard on the radio show today, they said if he starts a GoFundMe for legal action, thousands of people are ready to, to, to pay that man and give him everything he needs in order to get out the situation. So I think, again, in the, in the court of public opinion, we, we side with Mike, man. We get it. Not saying it's okay to ever use violence, but like you said, Erica, people are feeling too entitled. I feel like he acted 
in, in a way that a lot of us would have given the amount that this dude was putting pressure on him. So, so that's kind of, we all agree on that one. Cool, man. All right, here it is, man. Second one. Here it is, man. White nationalist, man. Patrick Howley is upset because he said too many black people were at the country music awards. He said, man, country music is different, man. It's not Wakanda. You know what I mean? Woohoo! So we're gonna ask this question. We shouting this one out. Are we shutting this one out? TM, we'll start with you. What yeah, we, we doing? Shout it out. We can shout it out. Oh my goodness. E, what we doing? You gotta shout it out. Mini she, what we doing? Shout it out. All right, go ahead, T. Start us off. I think it's a great thing. I'm I'm happy you said it, because that means you irritated. That means you mad because <laughs> we taking something else over. We showing up. You can't do nothing about it. But make that dumb comment that you just did. So go ahead, have at it, and guess what? We ain't going nowhere. We probably gonna have more next year, and we gonna win more awards too. So that's what we doing. Hey, I see no lies. It ain't Wakanda. Wakanda's better than the Country Music Awards. <laughs> um, the other issue here is this, man. To be honest, Turnabout's fair play. Uh, black comics say white yep. jokes all the time. And nobody trips. We say white people this, white people that. Black people tell this shit like this. White people tell this shit like this. We Every black comedian does a white person joke, and it's cool. So if you want to say that, cool. He kept certain words out of that comment that kept him from getting beat up. All good. He got a right to his opinion. I ain't, I, I see no lies. I ain't got no problem with it. Me see you up. I think he's only upset because he's threatened by us being there. Yep. We're, we're going to take over because once we start some, you know, we start taking over, we're coming numbers. And so I just feel like he's, that sounds like he's threatened <laughs> by it. So when people are threatened, they're, they, they're upset and they say whatever. So, hey, you value, you're, he gets his opinion, but this is mine. We're coming for it. Mini, she, <laughs> wow. Mini, she, she got that Aaron Donald show in her do. She do, man. And, and she'll enjoy this one because it's a Rams reference. You remember when we went to the game and we went to the 49ers game and we basically turned, you know what I'm saying, so far to Levi South. You remember all the 49ers jerseys in the crowd? You would say the Rams fans were upset, right? Wow. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you would say it was upset, right? You would say, I mean, again, they call Levi South. We, we kind of filled the stadium up. I saw more red than I saw blue. And that's the problem with this man. He looked in his crowd. He saw more black than he... Okay, never mind. Let me leave it alone, right? <laughs> so when you put a camera on, man, and you don't see the image you want to see, right, then I think that causes, like you guys said, to, to be a little uh, concerned, to be a little negative, man, to, to maybe feel, you know what I mean, like whatever it is that he's feeling this moment. Obviously, he spoke on it. He was irritated. He was upset. You know what I mean? It's a lot more state fans in, 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 in the crowd than was expected. I just, man, Wakanda, he said Wakanda. I'm like, come on, bro. That's better than Africa, right? Because Wakanda, at least we can agree. Wakanda's a little better, man, right? That was, you know what I mean? If you watch the movie. Better than the country. It, the I thought, yeah, I thought that was a little better than the other word. But at the end of the day, man, like you said, I, it's cool. I, I don't even listen to country. So here's Real the third quick, one. Before you go, go say, ahead, hold bro. on, say, before you go. Go ahead. He said too many black people. How many is that? Two? Three? Uh, what bro? What made too many? That's a great it, question. It, 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 one being there could have been too many. That's what makes it just not even worth our... Not only that, but how many, <laughs> how, how many, how many 49er right. jerseys were, were there at the Super Bowl in so far? Erica, Erica asked me that, so she wanted me to ask you that. Hey, bottom they didn't line come is, to bro, the Super Bowl. that was last... <laughs> 
Wow. They didn't come to the Super Bowl. They wow. last time they Damn. last time they came to SoFi was January 30th when we sent them home. Playing. Sent them back. Wow. And see, you started this? Oh, you started this. I got you to blame. I'm sorry, man. You like, got you to blame. I'm sorry, okay. I, all right, nah, man. I'm just I was making a point when I brought that. You know what? I'm leaving alone. Leave you and Minnie she alone. Whatever. All right, here it is, man. Third one. Third one, man. Here it is. Boy, Jimmy G needs some vibranium, kid. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> All right, whatever, man. You see what I got to deal with? You see what I got to deal with, man? Here it is. I can't even say it. I'm laughing. All right, here it is. Number three, check it out, man. Chilton County, Alabama, right? Uh, wrote a letter to a staff member of a school district who was given a promotion. They mistakenly gave the person a different tier as a result, and they pay, overpaid the employee. Check this out, man. $23,465.40. We know that because we have it written down, right? Talk about our coins, we get serious, okay? Here's the next one. They are demanding that this person who took this money, having no idea that that wasn't the promotion, now they're asking for it to be paid back. And this is the options they gave them. Check this out. Every month it's not paid, they will add $254 to the total. So they have three options they'll let you do. You can take $325.91, I mean, 91 cents from every check moving forward for the next 72 months. That sounds like a car to me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, pay $3,910.10 once a year for the next three years. That sounds like the IRS. Okay. Next six years. Or, next six years. Or next six years. My bad. Or they can pay the entire amount of $23,465.40 in one lump sum because they just kept every every penny that was above their uh, pay grade last time, right? So they just have it to turn it back over. End of the day, we asked this question, man. It was their mistake. They put her on the wrong tier. She took her promotion. She had no idea what tier she qualified. She just looked at the check as being the difference in the promotion. She took it for the amount of time she took it in, not knowing anything was wrong. And they came and hit her with this. I feel like this is crazy, but I'm going to open it up anyway, man. What are we doing? T, I start off with you. We shouting out or we shutting out? What are we doing, man? Oh, oh, yeah, we got to shout this out, man. Let's do it. All right, perfect, man. Mini she, what are we doing? Shout it out. Oh, okay. We've got a lot of good ones this week. E, what are we doing? You know what David Ruffin and them boys say? Shout it out. A little bit louder now. <laughs> Let's do this. All right, T, you go ahead. Shout it out. Let's do it, bro. Y'all made this mistake. Yeah, y'all ain't yep. getting nothing. See you in court. Here's the thing is, by the time by the time you go to court, you're gonna pay more and you still ain't finna get this money. You're gonna pay more than the, the twenty-four thousand. So hey, y'all made the mistake. It is what it is, but y'all ain't getting none of this bread. That's a guarantee. I just go ahead and give me another job somewhere. But I'm not finna give back no twenty-four grand. I don't care. After I didn't probably spent most of it, he was probably he was like, oh, she was like, thank you. Hallelujah. Now I can put this down payment on this house. Now you want me to pay it back? Nah, not gonna happen. Not at all. Man, look. Man, look. Payment option number one. Got a brother steaming hot. <laughs> you mean to tell me <laughs> right. I gotta pay interest? That one alone? <laughs> <laughs> they charging interest on a mistake. Bro. Number two, I worked for that money. It wasn't like I borrowed $24,000 and you realize I should have loaned you fifteen. dollars How do you take the work they did back? Mm. How you put a value on it? How you, you put a value saying? on it? Mm -hmm. How you put a value yeah. on their work? What if that person worked overtime? What if that person worked through their lunch? What if that person did? So do they do, do, do you untype all those letters? That's the problem with this, bro. You made a mistake. That's your accounting department. They only got one job. 
account. That's what an accountant does. If you wasn't counting all that time, now I understand stopping, like saying, okay, from this point on, we ain't doing it no more. Now I get that. But to charge a person interest on your mistake, that's foul on top of foul. And I'm like, T, holla at my, holla at my lawyer. Oof. Erica, what we doing? I agree. I would say um, when they show me those payment options, I'll be like, um, I'll see you in court. I will lawyer up. I'm not paying back $24,000. And the way y'all paid the person $290 a month, they can't afford to pay you no lump sum and $24,000 either. So I'd be like, mm -hmm. talk to my lawyer. I'm not paying this back. Your yo tier mistake, that's your mistake. The price you need to pay. I'm not paying it back. The that's nerve right. is what your I would say, man. Your shed tears. That's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tear nothing. Yeah. The nerve. The nerve. Look, again, I, I want to put this in perspective. I get promoted, and I don't even know what my check will look like after my promotion. You know when you get a promotion, you, you just know, okay, next. All that you know really is your check going to be higher than the one before that. You don't know what it's going to look like, nor are you doing the research to see just exactly how high it will be. So so I get a check, I think, which is normal. It goes on for uh, who knows how much time. And then all of a sudden, you send me a letter that says, I owe you. Uh, yeah, that's definitely not about to happen. I agree with y'all, man. I'm suing. Um, and then really I'm demanding y'all keep my check what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, that wasn't my fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, and in the day it's, it is what, you know what I'm saying? You've been paying me this whole time and not realizing it. It's just almost like a slap in the face to then demand or put money on top of every time it ain't paid. We're going to add this amount like that. That to me is the kicker of all kickers. And that to me, not only just as a lawsuit for me not paying you back any money. Now I'm suing you, right? For the fact that you came at me that way. That makes no sense. I'm coming after you for more than twenty four thousand dollars. I'm suing you for a lot more. Did, all did day. they have the all day? They, and you foul for that. They didn't interest, have the bro. tears where the person where she knew exactly what she was supposed to get next. They didn't have. Mm -hmm. like, so whatever, man. Look, bro. You know what I'm saying? And again, I don't want to. But that sounds like an HR problem to me. Yeah. I don't sound like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Reach that person. Talk to that person. You know, come up to their check. Don't come up to my check. You get fired. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, whoever did that, you know what I'm saying? Get fired. And that, that's the person you got to pay. Come on. Right. And then you better check everybody else's check and make sure they right. You know what I'm saying? At that point, too. You might unite. I'm, I'm going to leave it alone because we, we, we shot it out. We talked about it. I spoke our piece. I'm going to leave it alone, man. But you know what I mean? Here's what we are. So we got one more to do. We got time to do it. We'll do one more uh, shout out versus shout out. And then we'll, we'll move on to our new segment, which I can't wait to get into. So here's the last shout out versus shout out we're going to do today. Right. So you guys might have saw this or heard this on the news, man. A couple got married for five hundred dollars. OK, mm -hmm. now, during this time of getting married during five hundred dollars. Now, let me explain to you how they were able to do this. They got the dress off of us website called Sheen. Eric, I know you know about that Sheen, right? People got off the Sheen. Everybody's on that Web page. You know what I'm saying? People know what it is. Everyone knows who Sheen is. You know, the little clear bags that come, they get mail. You guys know what it is. You know what time it is. OK, so they got the, the wedding <laughs> dress off of that. You know what I'm saying? They had their family and friends come and, and anticipate paying for their own plates. And they found a destination that was on the one of the coast highways where it faces the beach. That was a free front view. You could do it, it, it. It charges you nothing. So they found a way to be able to make this work. Now, mind you, it's beautiful. It's beautiful in this, or it's beauty in this, because it's five hundred dollars when the nef national average is between thirty and forty thousand. Right. That's that's the challenge. Right. We, we again talk about society standards. Normally people pay between 30 and 40,000 for their weddings. Now, I know that's an average and a lot of people might do it under. But there are some people that go way above. That's why it's an average. But for five hundred dollars, that's pretty impressive. So we shouting this out or shutting it out. Uh, I'll start with Minishi. Minishi, what are we doing? I say shout it out. You say shout it out. E, I'm going to go down in order, bro. You shutting it out or shutting it out? 
Man, let's shout it out for a second. Let's let's give it a little love. Yeah, I want. Uh, yeah, let's talk about it. You know I'm planning to wait. You, you know I'm planning to wait. So absolutely, I'm trying. This. I'm, I'm taking notes and everything. Five hundred dollars. Call me. I need that couple to call me ASAP. <laughs> and T, because that's your position, bro. Because I know that's where you are. I'm gonna let you start off. Well, I feel like this. That was something great for them to do. And you know, I've been trying to work with my fiance to to at least uh, go to Vegas and and go through the drive through. You know what I'm saying? We go through the drive through. I do, she do, do the drive through, and let me get two, wow. let me get two chalupas and a small drink to go, and then we out there, wow. we get right to the honey tomb. That's my plan, plan one. Or the second one can be this. Look, based on tradition, you know, the the father of the bride is supposed to pay. So hey, the he is the pape is supposed to pay. Hey. The pape is supposed to pay, and her wow. father is a great man of of exceeding abundance of love. So I think with that abundance of love, <laughs> I believe that he has an abundance, wow. hopefully he has an abundance of money in his wallet. And then he can take care of it. We don't have to worry about that. Or three, part of that $500 was the people paid for the reception. They paid for their own place. So said and E is my good friends. Are you guys ready to take that assignment and pay for your own food and help a brother out? Are you down for the cause? Yeah, your name. Hello? Y'all still there? All right. Well, well never mind then. But at the Since we talk about tradition, we're going to throw rice on you. Only problem is it's going to be cooked. <laughs> oh, don't be like that. Damn, bro. I did the tradition. I went to his house. I looked him in the face. And I said, <laughs> Come on, Sam. I want this to dude. marry this guy. your daughter. I love her. Wow. I didn't just say I said I loved it did her. And he said, yeah. So I did the tradition. So we have to finish the tradition out for it to be done properly. That's all I'm saying. Y'all can go ahead. Man, what you think about this? Bro. Man, what you think about this? First man? of all, <laughs> Jenna Rose have re-entered the chat. We're talking about what father oh. mothers should do or mothers' fathers <laughs> should do. Jenna Rose, like anyone use Jenna Rose when it's what's good for you, huh? Uh, yeah, that's number yeah. one. Let's, let's talk about that, number one. That's number one. I thought we thought we said we moved on and you just love finds love. Now, now we gotta go back to nah man, the, the this man is supposed to pay for my wedding. Right. Look. That's number one. Number two, bro. No, I'm not, even, I'm not even mad at you, bro. I'm not even mad at you. I got my plate. You know what I'm saying? No, don't even worry about it because I love you, man. I my love dog. you. You my dog. my dog. I got it, man. You know what I'm saying? Not only do I got my plate, I got my booze plate. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the kind of man I am. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I do. Yes. That's what I does, man, for you. You know what I'm saying? And your your fiance. Shout out Lily. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. I do it for y'all. I got y'all. Uh, but do I think this is amazing, man? Yeah. yeah. But is it realistic? Not everybody can do this, man. Not everybody yeah. can spend no five dollars on a wedding. It's beauty that they did it. We shouting out because it's rare that it happens to this this degree. Yeah. You got to find people that are on board that are all willing to kind of do this. I love that you're not going into your your marriage with debt. Mm -hmm. um, I love that you found a way to kind of make it work. You know what I'm saying? For and have what I consider to be a pretty nice occasion. Um, but man, I, I think the beauty in this is in the simplicity that they did it and, and, and the fact that they were just willing to celebrate their love and they made it just about that as opposed to uh, all the things that go along with that. You know what I'm saying? My wedding was, mm, I would say about three years ago now, man. And and we tried our best to kind of stay within a certain range too. It wasn't $500, but it also wasn't 30000 So I get uh, the need or the want, man, and, and just kind of making it work for what works best for you. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. I agree with What's you. What's I was okay. gonna say I, I agree with you. Five hundred dollars probably will work for work for me, but if it works for them, I I don't judge <laughs> it. I feel like 
going to the courthouse is fine if that's what you guys want to do and you guys want to use your money for something else. Preach. I feel like I don't want to go into debt for a wedding. So <laughs> a budget definitely has to be assigned. And I do want my guests to come and just be a guest because I feel like you're asking them to come to your wedding. I don't want them to ask them to buy their own food. So I want to be able to host a wedding to where I can pay for their food. I can just feed you and you're going to come to wherever my wedding's at. If you're going to take your time, if you're going to take your time, bring me a gift or whatever. Um, I feel like that's a part of the wedding. Asking somebody to be a guest at your wedding, you should provide the food. But I'm not mad at them spending $500 on it. If that's what works for them. Um, And then she got her dress for $40 from Sheen. I, I don't know. Yeah, probably could move too much in that dress. <laughs> but uh, hey, you know what I'm saying? Shout if out it to works Shane. for them, yeah. if it works for them, uh, power to them. I think that is dope. Very simple. <clears throat> the wedding's one day, the marriage is a lifetime. I'd rather Ooh. invest in having a good marriage yes. than a whole lot of money in the wedding. So shout out to them. That's awesome. Shout out to everybody who get married and do their thing. However you do it, whatever your budget, whatever your desire is, you do it. She found a way to do it. That's very creative. That's very dope. Agreed, man. And that's that's going to conclude this segment, man. Right? Because we got to get a chance to get into our new segment. And we're so happy we have Erica here with us today to get into this because it's going to give us that female perspective. Right? So here's a new segment, man. It's called Would You Rather? And what we'll do is we'll post multiple things about different type of scenarios. And it's up to you to determine which one would you rather do or you rather be or would you rather follow through with. Right? Here's the, here's the here's the first one, the inaugural, right? The first, right, of this tradition. We're going to get this started. Here it is. So I want you guys to take in consideration both of these and make a determination on what you'd rather do, okay? Here it is. Would you rather be able to read someone's minds and simply know what they are thinking without the ability to respond to what you hear or what you know? Ooh, that's, a, that's a tough one, okay? Or would you rather be able to see the future and only know what the future holds without the ability to alter it. And you can't change. And, and you can't tell are, nobody. Nobody can know either. You no one can know. Those are two situations that are very, Ooh. very different. They they provide pros and cons both ways. Uh, I'm gonna save mine for last because uh, I always do. Or right, if you want me to go first, I'll go first. I don't really matter. No, we go. We got. We got. Erica, do we let you? Go? You, you do you want to do this first? Do you want to be the the ram to the slaughter on this one? Because this is this this yeah. is easy. <laughs> let the champ go first. Let the Super Bowl okay. champ oh, go yeah. first. Oh. Go ahead, Miss oh, Champ. Okay. I I would Come choose on, a to be able to read minds. Um, also, that would probably help you in your gender roles or being with your partner in your relationship is understanding them by being able to read their minds and know how they feel it. I feel like um, knowing the future, that would give me too much anxiety to know what's coming or I wouldn't be able to really live into today if I know what's coming tomorrow or down the line. Or, and I will also feel like trapped if you know what your life is going to be, what it's set up to be. Like you don't feel like you can do anything better or anything worse. Like if I know my life going to be in the end, if I can read your mind, I might can like, it probably give me insight to what I should be doing or something I might want to do. So that's my take on it. Great take. Ooh, wow. See, my take, I, I want to know the future for the exact opposite reason, y'all. Like, I want to know when it's going to end. I want to know how much time I got. I want to know what I want to get done and what I want to get accomplished. And, I mean, knowing somebody's mind without the ability to alter it, I can do that with intuition. Like you can, if you're smart enough, you can generally read people's minds. You could pretty much, I mean, you can't read specifically what they're doing, but you pretty much read motives. That's something that you don't need a special skill to do. But for me, I feel like I would like to know what the future holds 
Um, that's just me. I mean, I mean, would it, I mean, it's kind of an advantage to know how much time you got left on this earth. You can prioritize your life in a way to get all the things done that you want to done. Because the one thing we say when people die, they say that was an untimely death. It's always. So imagine getting to know exactly what you can get done before you're out of here. That's just my thought. And I, I'd rather read people's minds, man. I want to read people's minds just to the simple fact that knowing the future and you can't do nothing about it, that's just too much pain to me. Like you imagine... But you can't do nothing about it when you read their mind right. either. But like imagine, but not knowing the future is just that. Well, let's imagine you sitting down and two of your homies are talking, yeah, we're going to do this, this, and this, and we're going to go here. And you already know that, oh, player, you ain't going to make it till <laughs> you ain't gonna make it till next week. You're like, wait, I'm, I'm spending all this money and I'm going to do all this. Knowing the future. Okay, so you, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. So you, I thought you meant you know your personal future. You're talking about the future yeah. generally. Yeah, just talking about, I mean, the future, okay. like my own personal future. I don't think I would want to know that either, man. You already know when you're coming to the okay. end and that anxiety, you think you want to know, but then that last day, you're going to be like, this is it. But you get to tell everybody you love them. You get to do all the things you want to do. I'm just saying. Like, but go but ahead. baby, just, just I really story. love you, this, this, and this. She'd be like, I know, we're going to live forever. We're going to do this when we retire. And you'd be like, I ain't going to retire. I'm gonna be tired. I ain't finna. Re I'm finna retire right now. <laughs> so I just rather be able to just read people's vibe, man, and just just be done with it. I feel like knowing the future <laughs> is like putting the address into MapQuest and being on and being in traffic, knowing where your destination is and how much time you got left. I feel like you're just gonna be one like anxious about the ending of it since you know when the end is going to be or know what's going to happen. Like your GPS tells you when it's traffic or police inside the road. I don't want to know that. Like only driving. I don't want to know that about my life. So yeah. Yeah, but knowing doesn't create anxiety. Not knowing creates anxiety. I think knowing no, can because you're just anxiety living. too. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, I think I think it's both way around, Z. Because again, you you know you got a presentation tomorrow. You don't get no sleep. And then because you don't know the presentation tomorrow, it's because you know the presentation tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Okay, okay. So that's what I'm saying. You exactly. know it is. You know it. So that gives you anxiety because you know what's coming. Exactly. Right? exactly. If you didn't know what was coming, you wouldn't even be tripping about it, right? So here's my thing. I I, I would by default on this question, man. I, I too would want to know people's minds because I like and the reason why is like you 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 alluded to you, we share a brain it's because I don't I don't put value in maybe knowing those thoughts as like I don't you know what I mean it would be great to have it but it's not like something that I feel like is huge versus knowing my future bro yeah that would be crazy man knowing when I you know what I'm saying just imagine knowing you know what I'm saying like you read and you you know what I'm saying oh here you you'll do this and this day you'll you know, you'll you'll go here and you'll see a Laker game and you won't make it home. You're dying in a car accident. I'm gonna do what? <laughs> I'm about to what? Yeah. I ain't getting in that. I got I gotta get in that car and drive home, man. You trick, bro. That would be absolute. I'll be driving the slowest I ever drove. You know what I'm saying? I'll be in the slow lane, bro. It would be crazy because you can't do nothing about it. So for me, I think it would be knowing all those things. I think what makes your life like, you know what I'm saying, like amazing is the fact that you in your mind at least believe you have the potential to do anything you want right now you can go do whatever you want to in your mind ain't nothing stopping you you know what i'm saying i can go do this i can go do this i can conquer this i can start this tomorrow i can do this it's just a belief now that that might not be what happens but it's the belief that you can do whatever you want to do i think if you see in front of you what you are going to do with there being no room beyond what the bottom line is i think it does put a cap on your excitement your hope your joy um it, it does it puts a cap on those things and, and if you know that in advance so for me 
I would choose the the lesser or what I would consider to be the less anxiety one. I could walk by someone and read their mind. I don't, they don't even bother me. Whatever, bro. If I want to listen to you, great. If I don't, I tune it out. But knowing my knowing my future, bro, that's heavy. Knowing the future don't mean you're going to die tragically. That just means, I mean, we all going to die whether you know the future or not. Wouldn't you like to be able to, like, wouldn't you like to be able to set your family up, like, knowing, like, man, set them up, put things in place, set them up for the future? It ain't just about me. It's about my family, my life. I would love to be able to know, okay, well, you know, you're only going to have your grandpa. You're only mm-hmm. going to have your dad here this long. I'll put things in place for them. If I go, they ain't stuck, man. Because we going to go anyway. So knowing the future ain't going to stop you or make you go. It's just going to help you have yourself in order when you do. Got a better advantage. I'm just saying. I just feel like that's the life insurance and stuff is for. And you said try to set your family up for success financially by doing things different with like life insurance, college funds. I feel like that's how you set them up. Not knowing doing it anyway. do your farewell tour um, <laughs> yeah. before you go. Like I'm going to be out of here tomorrow. I love y'all. No. I can't tell him no, because then he say you can't tell well, nobody. Probably you can't not, tell but still, that- yeah. yeah. So, so I can't tell him. I'm just gonna set him yeah. up. And I feel like, bro, you. Would, I say that, but then, man, if that became my reality, I'm like, I'm trying to live. You know, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, my family gonna be good. I'm trying to live out these last hours, <laughs> doing what I need to do, <laughs> take care of myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I see you when yeah, I you see, stick hey, mind, and I bro. see you at the crossroads, so you won't be lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here, bro. I'm gone a weekend, man. They ain't Cedric on a hiatus. I got to get in what I got to get in, man. And you'll understand it later when I see you again. When I see <laughs> So I, I know me, man. And I'll be like, dang, Cedric, I'm real brand new. Yes, because I got some information you ain't got that you ain't privy to. And it all makes sense when everything happened. But for you, you ain't got to know what it is. Just let me be me for right now. You know what I mean? So I know that, I know for me, it wouldn't be a good thing, man. That's just me being who I am. You know what I'm saying? So end of the day, man, great discussion, great show. You know what I mean? We appreciate um, the, all the fact that y'all are here listening and joining us, man. We really want to give a special shout out to Minnie She, Erica yeah, for Erica. holding her own today on the show. Shout Thank out you to her, so man. much you for having I mean? me. You've been the first. We appreciate having you, man. It was a joy having you. Um, you set you set the bar really high for anybody else to come after you, man. So uh, that's just what it is, and, and that's where we'll be moving forward. Uh, for those that want to get on, and again, start your comments, man. Possibly say some things to get you acknowledged and a possible chance on the show. You guys know where to find us. It's a setup live on Instagram. It's a setup podcast on uh, Facebook. You guys know you can click on any link on our bio to give you uh, to our Apple Music, our Spotify, all our platforms to be able to listen to our shows past shows and i I know e i mean t always says every week you got to type in the dash that's important because that gives you access if you remove that or you do not put that in you will not get access to the show so important when you type in the set dash up that's important for you to be able to do that um i got nothing else to say man closing remarks i love the show today great energy uh good vibes eric you got anything to say before we leave man just had a great time until my girl mini she god bless you we pray that your wedding goes great and your marriage is prosperous and fruitful, man. It was an honor having you with us. Real talk, man. Glad to have you with us. Had a great time today. Yeah, thanks. This is Tim. Thanks, Erica, again. She, she went on. She's just supposed to be on What's Poppin', and she finished the whole deal. Even got her Ram stuff on. Did the whole show. So thanks again. We I love it. You. Thank you, thank Ringo. you. <laughs> Super Bowl rings. <laughs> oh, here we I'm, go. I'm All right, out. that's enough, I'm man. Out. All right, we appreciate y'all. All right, man, we out, man. Set up crew out. Love y'all. See y'all next week, man. Appreciate y'all. Bye.